I'm John, and tonight I want answers about transgender people. There's no stopping us now, because we're live. John wants answers. Give John answers. John wants answers. Give John answers now. Check your calendar. If it says August 8th, 2013, then we're live. My guest tonight is Lisa Lippincott. Thanks for being on the show, Lisa. <laughs> You're welcome. Lisa is my expert tonight because she's a transgender woman. We'll be taking your tweets. You can tweet us during the show at John Wants Answer. There's no S on the end because the S is for suck. And we don't. Tweet us with your questions and we'll get to them later in the show. If you don't want to use Twitter, and I don't blame you, you can go to our website. Go to JohnWantsAnswers.com. And there's an S in that one. Go to the contact page, and then we'll read those messages, too. We have a Twitter contest. Be the first person to tweet in or message in saying you want an autographed headshot, and I'll autograph this promotional photo for you and send it to you. And I'll even personalize it. I'll be like, dear viewer. And viewer will be like your name, not your viewer. I'm behind. If you've won one in the last six to eight months, it's coming. This show could not be made without the generation, no, generosity of our executive producers, Brian Westbefall and Stacy Tamaki. Not Stacy, Lisa Tamaki. Man, I am messing all of this up. I think they're going to stop sponsoring the show after this. All right, let's get started. Our first topic transgender people. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you. Um, so what's the correct terminology? Now, we kind of rehearsed before the show, and I guess transgender people is what yes. we agreed on. Before that, I was uh, saying transgendered American, which is wrong on multiple counts, right? Well, I, I am an American also. And yes, but, uh, but transgenderism is not exclusive to Americans. True. Yeah. And transgender is not a verb. Transgender, pretty much not a verb. You don't have to put ED on the end of it, though you see that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's an adjective. People use trans for short. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a lot more convenient than having <laughs> how many syllables that is. I don't know. Um, but then people might get confused, like trans, trans what? Yes, trans it could be, I could be a transcontinental person, but. So let's understand what it means. What is, what is trans? transgender person mean? Ah, transgender person means I was raised as a male, um, found out that wasn't really for me, mm -hmm. and decided to become female. Um, and so what I've done is crossed gender. It's Greek, mm -hmm. you see. Trans is crossing. Ah, <laughs> I was going to ask about that. I thought it was transcended gender. Well, there might be a little bit of that in it, too, but really crossing. <laughs> um, so transgender and trans is a correct terms to use. Yes. Now there's, there's incorrect terms to use. Um, yes. I think it's the slang tranny, which is we stay away Not from. Not considered nice. <laughs> is it because of historical reasons or because when people use it, they're not pure of heart? <laughs> um, 
I think that there's a certain amount of both. I, I think that, um, you know, you can get away with a lot if you smile when you say this and, mm -hmm. you know, we know you have the right attitude, but, um, but really I think it's um, the porn connection that makes it um, get on a lot of people's nerves. Oh. And any word that you're more likely to see on the box of a, of a porn video than on uh, than used in the newspaper, it's probably one that you don't want to describe people with most right. of the time. Right. Um, our floor director Keith could learn from that. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, uh, so I've heard of like cross-dressers and drag queens and transvestites. Would you consider them to be transgender? Uh, they're, in the broad term, yes. Um, they, so anything that really messes with, mixes up gender is, um, can be considered transgender. And people are usually only considered transgender if they do it a lot. Okay. <laughs> um, so, for example, you know, in some ways you could you could consider um, if you think that it's a masculine thing to be interested in women, then you would consider a man being inter being interested in men transgender behavior. Um, on the other hand, we are more enlightened now. We don't think that it is necessarily masculine to be interested in women and feminine to be interested in men. Mm -hmm. So these days, that's not considered to be transgender behavior. But that's, it's really a matter of how the idea of gendered behavior has changed over time in some cases. Uh, when I worked at Apple, there was a guy, and he had a, a faux beard, mm -hmm. but he also wore a woman's skirt and woman's shoes all the time. So he's dressing like a woman, but not, but he's chosen to have a beard. What mm -hmm. would you call that? Is that? Uh, that's a kind of transgender, it's often called, uh, some people call it gender queer. Mm -hmm. Or if he's doing it, I'm, I'm assuming he is the appropriate pronoun. Um, as far as that, well, yeah. Um, it's, it's sometimes hard to tell with trans people, and you know, it is okay if you're polite to ask which pronoun to use, but, mm -hmm. um, you know. Given the beard, it, he looks like he's, I'm calling him he, that he's advertising himself let, as male. Let's go with yeah. he then. Um, then um, mixing up things in that very forward um, sort of, um, I'm going to give you cognitive dissonance with your gendered ideas in your head way is sometimes called gender fuck. Mm -hmm. um, you told me I could say that <laughs> on the air. <laughs> that would be G13. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so that's a kind of, um, uh, of transgender person. And okay. Um, transgender people are often combined into a group called LGBT which is lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. Mm -hmm. Now, the first three are all sexual orientation. So yes. it seems like the transgender is a bit like a separate thing. Um, there, there are some people who would rather they be separate on both sides. Uh, but really, what brings us together is that uh, the people that um, that have problems with um, 
gay and lesbian and bisexual people also have similar problems with trans people most of the time and vice versa. And they don't really make the distinction. So there's a kind of shared oppression. Um, and in fact, you'll often see that the lesbians who get the most flack are the butch lesbians. And, you know, maybe I, you know, I'm sure that femme lesbians have, you know, their problems too, but mm -hmm. um, butch lesbians and feminine men are often the people who get the brunt of the discrimination. Right. Um, so there is a gender component to how the rest of the world reacts to all of these people. All right. Um, now, I know about four transgender people, and they're all trans women. So they are frizzy mm -hmm. men, and now are women. And um, they all seem to, after they've transitioned to being a woman, are in relationships with other, other women. So is it true that most people who transgender to women are, are now lesbians? No, it's, um, well, you know, I couldn't say is it more or less than half, I don't know. Uh, I haven't read any statistics on that um, that s seem particularly reliable. Um, it is true that all the possible combinations that you can think of happen. Mm -hmm. There are trans women who were, uh, who were attracted to women before they transitioned and are still attracted to women. Mm -hmm. There are trans women who are attracted to women before they transitioned and then became attracted to men. I've mm -hmm. even met people that were surprised by the change when they, you know, they transition and, you know, a few years, you know, sometime after transition just thought, hey, men or sometimes women are seeming a lot more interesting to me than they used to. And the, the same thing goes, you know, um, the, the same thing goes for, I've, I know trans women who were attracted to men before they transitioned and now are not. Um, and the same thing goes for trans men. I don't know as many of them, but you know, I've run into what seemed to me a surprising number of trans men who were attracted to women before they transitioned and now are attracted to men. So All combinations. They, they're all out there. <laughs> yeah, all the trans people I know are trans women mm -hmm. and do you think it's more common to go trans women or versus trans men or you don't know or I've read that it's that the statistics are very similar mm -hmm. um, but again trans people are very hard to study so <laughs> I I'm not they they certainly aren't radically different mm -hmm. okay um, so let's talk about your experiences figuring mm -hmm. out that being a man was not for you um, so how, how old do you think you were when you realized something was amiss? Uh, so it's, you know, I can think back to maybe, there were definitely hints by the time I was 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. um, and I can, you know, by the time, you know, I think sometime when I was in high school, I saw an article in the newspaper about Renee Richards, who was a trans woman and became rather famous for her 
um, for being in tennis, professional tennis. Mm. Um, and I remember reading that article and thinking that she was like me. Um, and then, you know, it was much later, you know, sort of things piled up. I, I read a lot about trans people in the medical library when I was in college. Okay. That was a little distressing because, it, you know, I was reading, you know, the psychological papers and things for doctors and it, it made, it, it made being trans seem very scary and off-putting. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually a lot nicer than medical papers in the what, 80s described it. Okay. <laughs> um, and, um, but, you know, in some sense, I wasn't sure until I, like, actually started to transition. And So you started you know, transitioning before you were actually sure that was what you wanted? It, it you know, I took a good guess, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I think that's pretty much all anybody can do. So you were um, like in your 20s at this point, it sounds like. Uh, about, th I was almost 30. Almost 30, yeah. okay. Um, so I've read, um, I've heard of news articles where uh, young people, like age six, mm -hmm. uh, there's actually a news article about a six-year-old who wanted to transgender, and mm -hmm. I think it was a boy who wanted to be a girl. Mm -hmm. um, and I was wondering if, you know, at that early age, do you think it's possible to know that you want to be transgender? Like, could you be confused? Maybe you're gay? Like, do you think they can know at that age? Um, it's hard to say. You know, I think it's, you know, it's very hard to be sure what you're, what you want to be when you grow up. Uh -huh. um, you know, at, um, you know, if you'd asked me um, when I was, you know, what, six, whether I wanted to be a mathematician when I grew <laughs> up, I, I might have said yes. Um, it, it's, you know, that was sort of a possibility for me. Um, I think the same thing applies to gender. You know, even young, you can, some, you know, some people can take a good guess, other people are less sure. Mm -hmm. um, usually what... Um, you know, what people do when this happens, assuming that the parents are supportive of transitioning, is they, they do transition socially and see what it's like to live the other gender. Mm -hmm. And um, if, you know, it's not like they're doing something that can't be undone. It's right. just, it's socially a little awkward because some people are not cool about it. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's something that you can give a try, and if you try it and you like it, you, you know, you can stay with there's it. a you can stick with it. And um, I had heard that there's a medical test, like a genetic test or something, that can determine that, in fact, you were born the wrong gender. Is that is that true? I haven't heard anything like that. There, I did see um, a study that. Um, that suggested that by dissecting your brain, it's possible to take a guess as to whether you're transgender or not. But that's a like little more. Yes, the, it's only been done to corpses. Yeah. But, yeah um, that's so that, that's <laughs> not so good. And even if there was such a test, um, it would seem awfully mean to 
tell somebody who is sure that they are not transgender that, oh no, you really are. Or, out, I got the results right you know, here. Yeah. Things or, don't look or good vice, for you. Yeah, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But, or, or, or vice versa, tell somebody who is sure they're transgender that they're not. It's like if there were a medical test to see whether or not you enjoy broccoli, uh-huh. um, it wouldn't really be cool to go to p- people and say, ah, oh, your test results Look. say you shouldn't be eating that broccoli. It'll taste bad. <laughs> um, is there a better term? So I've been saying, what if you're born the wrong gender? Is there a better term than saying wrong gender? Um, well, in some sense, I think the, the tricky thing may be the born, not uh-huh. the wrong gender. Because... Gender is really something that society that is about our interaction with society. It's about the about the expectations we have in conversation and mm-hmm. the and how we interact with other people. So, in some sense, you're not born a gender. It's the people around you decide what your gender ought to be and start interacting with you that way. Um, now, it's true that we have certain ways of, you know, taking a look at the baby and taking a guess what the, what their gender is going to mm-hmm. come out as. And it's right, you know, 99 times out of 100 or even more. Um, <laughs> right. So it works pretty well most of the time, and we just have to deal with the fact that it doesn't work every time. Um, so when uh, a girl is growing up mm-hmm. and she acts masculine. Um, mm-hmm. They call her a tomboy. <laughs> and that's, you know, generally accepted. And it's not necessarily mm-hmm. a, a bad word. And I guess they have similar phrases for men who act like, like girls. Mm-hmm. Um, would you describe that's how you were growing up? Like, did you make more friends that were female and want to do more female activities? Um, not too much. Um, you know, I was not I've ne- I was never, you know, one of the guys. Uh-huh. Um, I was always kind of the odd one out. I always, growing up, I really didn't put that to gender at all. I, mm-hmm. I figured it, you know, I was always the smallest kid in my class, and I always figured that that was some of it. And I didn't have, like, sports just didn't get me and that sort yeah. of bonding didn't work for me sounds like all Um, you know tech geeks (laughs) yes i I kind of you know i kind of grew up as the you know little geek kid and Mm -hmm. that's all right well we've got to take a break okay so when we come back we're going to take your tweets and answer your questions and we'll have more with lisa so see you in a second by second i actually mean like two minutes (laughs) So my phone's been buzzing. I thought you were Things are going buzz all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Speak of the the There is some woman named Stacey Tamaki on the internet. Yes. And she tweeted in and said, stop talking about her. (laughs) I mentioned her the one time, right? Whoa. She wants to take... She wants to take no credit for your show. <laughs> oh, she's made that clear a long time ago. It's never good to get your wife and your wife's sister mixed up. <laughs> I've learned that lesson the hard way. Oh, really? <laughs> I had the, the Tamaki part in my head, and mostly I talk about Stacy Tamaki. Okay. <laughs> 
I have a tweet. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we have a tweet. Now, I promised I would read their messages from the website. One, one month I forgot about that, but no one sent one anyways. Um, well, we're pretty sure the internet was down about a half hour. That's the only way I swore. <laughs> I think I'm getting text messages more Ooh. than anything else. Let's see. But I like know all the people who send you email. <laughs> How could that be? I don't have a big viewing base, perhaps, of the live show. Is, are we going uh, so far so good? I think so. Have I done anything terribly embarrassing yet? Uh, I don't know. Should I slap you? <laughs> um, the volume of the commercials is about five times as loud as your show. Commercials? We're playing commercials? Your feet disappeared at 9.45. Oh, back. Your feet disappeared? Feed. Oh, my God. Are we back? Are we back? Oh. Five, four. And we're back. And we're going to take your tweets. Um, most of the tweets are about how you can't hear me. Um, <laughs> so I can't do anything about that. Um, there's a tweet about the video going out, but that's back now. So no problem there. Um, and yes, at the start of the show, I mentioned the wrong Tamaki. I'm very <laughs> sorry. And I said her name, her last name wrong because when she's not here in the studio, I say her name wrong as punishment for not being here. Um, and that's all our tweets. So we can get back to the topic at hand. Where'd we leave off? What made you think you should have been transgender instead of homosexual? Ah, well, homosexual, well, now I am. <laughs> um, but, um, no, growing up, guys did not interest me. Mm -hmm. And well, I can relate. And so homosexual just didn't seem like it was the thing for me. And now guys do not interest me. And mm -hmm. and lo and behold, I find myself lesbian. It was a bit, you know, it's like I had to wrap my head around that a little. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, so, yeah, that one was actually pretty easy for me. Okay. I did. I had, I'd read a few things from you know, some of the people who were a bit surprised after they transitioned. And so I was kind of keeping an eye out to see if, you know, people like you became more interesting mm -hmm. than they were. And People like know. me are rarely interesting. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, all right. So what did you come out to other people indicating that this is something, that transgender is something you'd want to be? Yeah, uh, so that was um, what when I I think twenty eight or twenty nine. Um, mm -hmm. A little hard to. That's a while ago now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, five years but, ago, I, I imagine. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it was you know it was around the time I was finishing graduate school, so mm -hmm. I can sort of date it from that, and I you know, started small with a few friends and sort of eventually, you know, decided, yes, I'm going with this and told everyone. Uh, I remember, my apologies to my Tai Chi class, they were the last people I told. Um, 
in part because I wanted to honestly be able to tell my parents they were not the last ones to know. <laughs> um, okay. Were people surprised? Um, so I was pretty femme before mm -hmm. I transitioned. So many people were, I think, less surprised than I was. Um, <laughs> and, you know, pretty much people um, took it pretty smoothly. I didn't get uh, a lot of strong reactions. Um, you know, some people sort of drifted off away from my life then and who knows what that, you know, mm -hmm. if being trans had something to do with it. Um, but I can't say any, I remember anybody being shocked. Right. Okay. Um, um. So when you said you were you were a bit femme at this point already, um, yes. how would you describe that? You had like long hair, the way you dressed. I I did. Uh, I've had long hair since I was in college. I had long um, hair in college too. You know I, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know I, you know, I was sort of aware that the transgender thing was bubbling up by then, mm -hmm. and you know was trying to express that in my daily life and it's mm -hmm. it showed <laughs> mm -hmm. and your family was supportive of your decision your discovery yeah it, it took a little adjusting took you know i think they had to work some to adjust to it uh -huh. um but yes everybody in my family was supportive right away and you know i'm really glad for that because mm -hmm. you know it's it's a tough time and you know transitioning right. and you need your family and friends to help you get through it. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the process of transitioning. Um, so I understand that there's two parts. There's um, medical med medicine mm -hmm. you can take, and then there's surgery part. <laughs> so let's talk about the the medications. Well, I, I want to stop you right there okay. <laughs> and say. Um, there's medical and there's surgery and that stuff, but a much bigger part of transition is social. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's really about getting used to the new gender and getting, you know, learning how to interact with people in it. Because while it feels in many respects more natural, um, it's, um, you know, it's also, there are things that you don't have the hang of at first. And mm -hmm. so coming out to people and interacting with them in, you know, those years around uh, when you're transitioning is, I would say, by far the biggest part of transition. Okay. Um, now, a lot of trans people also take hormones, and mm -hmm. I do. Okay. And, you know, that for me, you know, for me, that was a huge deal. It, w it was, um, you know, I say that, you know, a lot of being trans is social. <laughs> oh, is it time already? I'm being told we're going to wrap up. Um, oh, do you have time to stay a, a bit longer? And then we yes. can put it up on the web? Sure. Rest? Okay, great. Um, <laughs> um, I'm being told our time is up. So um, let's see here. Our next show, <laughs> wow, is September 12th. Um, stay tuned for Stranger Music and What the Bleep coming up after this on KMVT. And uh, 
catch the rest of this interview on johnwantsanswers.com. All right, thanks. Great show. Ah, yes. Uh, so the hormone, you know, for me at least, there must be something um, physical, bio, medical about being trans because when I started taking hormones, it's like I'd been thirsty all my life and I'd finally found out about water. Uh -huh. um, it, it was my body really liked them. Okay. Um, and this is... You know, you can compare to um, famous computer scientist Alan Turing. Yes, we could have dedicated it to him, but he's been dead a long yeah, time. Yeah. So, um, um, was he transgender or is he homosexual? He was homosexual, but he uh -huh. was forced to take more or less the same drugs I'm taking now. Oh, they're trying to drug him straight. Yes, they okay. the, or at least not sexual. Uh -huh. um, but they, he was forced to take estrogen, and he became suicidal. Uh -huh. um, but you did not. No, rather the opposite <laughs> effect for me. Um, and so, you know, the hormones have a really different effect on different people. And so, you know, I take that as, yeah, my body likes them. <laughs> so when you take estrogen, um, mm -hmm. it, tell me if this is correct or not, it, you get less facial hair. A little. And you begin to grow breasts, mm -hmm. is that? Yes, they're grooving myself, uh, and yeah, and other things. The you know fat distributes a bit differently, and you know there are weird things. My fingernails aren't as strong since oh. I've been on. A, maybe I'm old too. You know, <laughs> I, I took estrogen and I got older at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's and so when uh, um, women transmission transition to men. They take the hormone of uh, testosterone. Testosterone, often. Not always, but often. And I guess um, the opposite happens. They grow hair. Yes. Testosterone will bring out a beard or does it take make away, you go bald sometimes. Does it take away breasts? Like, Is that or not? No, it doesn't. Okay. Um, or at least not to a great degree. Um, so um, often, um, you know, I say often. It is not uncommon. It is per, you know... Um, Fewer than half of trans people have like genital surgery, and I mm -hmm. think something is similar for trans men and breast reduction. I don't know, um, but so if we're talk if we're talking about surgery, we're talking about a large minority of mm -hmm. trans people. 
So most just take um, the the hormones and leave it at that. Um, well, it, there's a great deal of variation, mm -hmm. um, and you know some, you know, and the the variation has many reasons behind it. You know, some people are you know just don't want these things. Some people want them, can't afford them, or can't medically deal with them. Mm -hmm. um, but and you know some people i i've heard people say that well they would but you know they don't like their side effects or mm -hmm. something about the results that they don't like and okay so so let's br very briefly talk about the the surgery part mm -hmm. um so if you're transitioning to a woman um i guess the penis is removed and then actually kind of turned inside out it's turned inside out <laughs> yeah okay um, um and you know bits are rearranged a bit, but it's. And so, is there something like the clitoris? Yes. That they get. Okay. Uh, it's actually, uh, in some case, my case, um, uh, it, they like take a bit of the head of the penis and move it around, mm -hmm. and you often they, you know, these are analogous parts in the body anyway. They sort of develop similarly when you're. A fetus, and oh, okay. um, so they, you know, take bits and move them around. And yeah. It's... And as far as you know, the the sexual pleasure is the same. <laughs> How can you tell? <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, sexual pleasure. I I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the 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 opposite transitioning to a man. Mm -hmm. um, I guess there'd be have to be a prosthetic penis. Uh, there are. A wide variety of techniques that I'm not really very up on, mm -hmm. but um, but yeah, there's you know there are men as well as women whose genitals are a wonder of modern technology. <laughs> um, but there's a limit to uh, medical science. For example, a a trans woman could not give birth. I guess presumably not. Presumably it's, not. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe there's somebody in a lab somewhere, and they pull the switch and the lightning comes, I don't know, but it's... Um, do you think a, a trans man could inseminate a female? Um, I, I don't see how, yeah. but again, I'm not going to speak for all of the right. medical science that is out there. <laughs> um, okay, so what's the, the legal point at which you have transitioned? Like, at what point on legal documents could you say, check the, the female box? Ah, well, there's um, not really much of a standard for that. Um, pretty much, you're presented with a lot of boxes, and you just start checking <laughs> away. And um, different parts of the government uh, work differently. So, you know, changing your gender at the, at the DMV Mm -hmm. is different from changing your gender at the Social Security office, which is different from changing your gender mm -hmm. at the passport office. Are you free and, to marry uh, a man uh, or a woman? or I don't know. Um, How does that work? Badly, for the most part. Um, it's very nice to finally be, once again, in a state where people can just marry people and right. not have to worry about what gender they are. Mm -hmm. um, because... What happens in some states is, yes, you can go into the county courthouse and they will 
you know, they will decide, okay, you are male and you are female and therefore you can get a wedding license. And then you discover after your husband or wife dies and there's a court case and their brother wants to inherit or something. Mm -hmm. And they take you to court and the judge decides that they were wrong when you got married and that you weren't allowed to get married in the first place. Uh, This really has happened to people. Wow. Um, And, you know, so it's very nice that in California I can marry whoever I feel like marrying as long as I can get them to want to marry me. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's good news. And... Um, I'm told we have to wrap up for real now. Oh. <laughs> so uh, any last uh, comments before we go? Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, very informative. And check us out again. And I've already closed the show once. So, so we'll just wait. Wait. <laughs> okay. okay. We're out. Thanks for staying late, everybody.